You're listening to Formula Pubscast on Downforce Radio. This week it's a slightly different version of the Motorsporting Pubscast. As the race didn't properly begin, as there was no lights out in the way we go due to the safety car start, we begin our podcast on what effectively was the lap three restart of the race. Little did we know it was about to become a very eventful race. And we're off again with three laps apparently technically completed. The cars have lined up in the pit lane fast lane and we're done with the arty camera shots and they are once again heading off. Now whether whether this is going to be the official restart of the race and they're just going to carry on, do you think or do they going to, do you think they're going to line up on the grid again? Well you'd hope so because apparently it's stopped raining so and they're saying that the drainage is good so we might well get a couple of laps of safety car then action hopefully. Uh, another three laps of action coming right up. So they're falling at the moment. No one has crashed just yet, but it could be interesting. Marcus Ericsson did spin off earlier before the red flag. Now, where did, now where did Marcus Ericsson end up? Was he allowed to re- return to his original slot? Possibly. Wasn't it, wasn't it, wasn't it in a race in Australia where someone was overtaken under safety no there's oh we've got to stop Ferrari oh it's Nando oh dear he's out apparently he's out of the car and we've got one retiree already on lap three we've not even really had a proper start that's a terrible shame perhaps this could be Alonso quitting Ferrari at the same time who knows he might just decide to stay and have a little holiday this could be the beginning of his formal sabbatical. Never mind. It was, wasn't it in Melbourne where someone span under the safety car and they weren't allowed to regain their place? So, it was so long ago. I mean, it was like March. So, it's like a whole, it's a whole like different time. So, Nando's going to start his tour of Disneyland now. <laughs> oh dear, Nando Land. Nando Land. There's an idea. Only in Japan. Well, more later. And, and they'll have rides like how to perfect the chiseled jawbone. Check us out online and find your nearest venue, motorsportingpubs.co.uk. So a rather concerning and downbeat end to the Japanese Grand Prix. Ended under yet another red flag after it, it seems Jules Bianchi has gone sideways into the truck that was collecting Sutil's car. But in other news, because we don't know anything more about that and anything is just speculation until the FIA confirms officially, Hamilton won. So Hamilton extends his lead in the championship, four races to go, Russia coming next. How did you think the race went? The race was good. There was lots of good racing, excellent driving, especially from the Red Bulls, and Lewis did really well to overtake Nico. But ultimately, the race is going to be overshadowed by Jules, and we all hope that he's okay. Yeah, this is this is true, but it would be remiss of us to not uh, at least point out some of the very good racing that did happen. For as it turned out, not quite all of the race. I think we we lost what five laps in the end, but there was some excellent mid mid pack battles. There were some good inter team battles and some good intra team battles going on as well. The, the McLarens had some excellent racing going on. There were a few few offs and a few. Um, should we say slightly over enthusiastic attempts at corners and changing conditions but on the whole all the drivers did very very well with what was obviously a very tricky set of conditions and hugely over powerful cars for what they ended up having as driving con- driving conditions and road surface and so on but the tyres seemed to hold up well 
the wets didn't seem to go off as quickly as I thought they might because it got quite dry in the middle of the race before this spot of rain at the end. Pick of a favourite driver? I have a couple of favourite drivers. I mean, Jensen worked out really well tactically. I mean, going from eighth and pitting straight away for the Inters after the safety car came in was just genius from McLaren. And he ended up finishing, what, fourth or fifth? So... That, that was excellent stuff from, from Jensen and, and the McLaren team for, for their full, for, for their forward thinking. Very yeah, very fortunate with the conditions and he well we everyone says he's good in changeable conditions. He hasn't always been, but he was today. But then oh, well Ricciardo really pulled someone out of the bag, didn't he, today? Oh I know, his overtaking was fantastic, but so was Vettel's, the Red Bulls. They, they, they said earlier that they prepared for the wet conditions and it's clearly paid off for them because they were, they were even faster than Mercedes at, at one point on the track. So if, if only they had the extra bit in qualifying, they might have been up there to really challenge the Mercedes. Hmm. Um, let's, let's have a look. Uh, where, do, where do people come in the end? Well, at the point where the race was red flagged, uh, it seems that... <laughs> Well, who, who made the biggest gains? Um, probably, probably Button made the biggest biggest gain in the whole race. At one point, he was 20th. That was after a pit stop, but ended up playing through the field. Was fortunate with the disabling of DRS and ended up coming out with a um, well, decent haul of points, but it's not really going to do anything for the championship, is it? <laughs> but uh, Hamilton is now... How many, how many is Hamilton ahead now? It's, it's eight or nine points ahead now, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. But four races to go Sochi next week yeah. it's all to play for we've never, been, we've never been there I've only seen footage of it from the video game mm. it looks like it could be a very exciting track to drive around lots of um, should we say inspiration from other different different circuits um, another Tilka classic yeah um, somewhat sceptically said because I'm not a huge fan of Tilka but you know it makes modern circuits that work sadly sadly this, what, this incident that's happened today could be another reason that we may not see another Japanese Grand Prix for a few years until they modernise the circuit more because there seems to be not enough safety runoff area to allow for the cars to avoid colliding with things it always did worry, worry me slightly how eager the marshals seemed to be to come out onto the circuit and they, you know, they'd run around and stuff and people seemed to just accept, have accepted it now because it was what they did Yeah. but you can never account for a car pirouetting its way off the track can you no No, I mean Brundle was saying um, that the last time Suzuki had conditions like this in 94 he he, he narrowly missed the the, the truck to take another car off um, at that very same corner so it has happened before and there might well be cause for them to maybe adjust when the Japanese Grand Prix happens or I know that they wanted to push it forward to 11 o'clock that time but it wasn't allowed for some reason and yet we got the rain and we got all That's of right, this. That's right, yeah, yeah. The, the FIA requested twice I think to, to move the race to 11am instead of the 3pm start and because of arrangements that the circuit had with the railway companies and things they, they didn't want the fans to miss the race which is understandable if this hadn't happened, you would have congratulated the race organisers for not allowing the FIA to, to bully them into moving the race start, which would have completely screwed all the fans and would have meant you would have had empty grandstands. So 
Whichever way you look at it, you can't win, can you? No, no. I mean, F one's a business, and they want the people. They don't want the buns on seats, and that's why that they put it off because otherwise, no one would have shown. So. Who knows? Well, yeah, who it's, uh, that's another what-if question, isn't it? But uh, we're digging, digging, everyone's being a bit tardy updating all the race results because of this ongoing incident, and everyone's basically being kind of staring into the tea and kind of looking very down in the mouth on the TV, and nobody really wants to discuss the race results, which is, well, you know, arguably understandable, but the season will carry on. I doubt they'll cancel the season because of this. We've, we've seen people suffer terrible accidents before and the championships carried on. You know, look at Massa, for example. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, I mean, that was really the last major crash that we've had in F1. I mean, Perez crashed quite badly in Canada, but he walked away from it. So it's, it's worrying, but F1 is a dangerous sport. Yeah, yeah. Racing is dangerous. Yeah, yeah we, we get told this all the time. And although he is unconscious, this it's you could say, you know, look, being being optimistic about it, that you can become unconscious from a knock to the head. But it could just be that he would perhaps he was in and out of consciousness, and they put him into a controlled state of unconsciousness to transport him to hospital just to avoid the risk of brain trauma or you know or moving around potential spinal injury. Penzo hit the vehicle, and we won't know. Obviously, the FIA know because they saw the video. But. Yeah, I mean, we've had that with Shumi earlier this year. So, mm. the fact that he's only really just coming out of being in intensive care, and, and yeah, it's, it's hard to know what to say at this point because it, yeah, it is because we're not being given any information. No, and this is this is quite frustrating as well. You, on the one hand, you would you would understand that they want to be entirely sure of what they release to the press and media, but they seem to be forgetting the fact that everybody can talk to each other instantly now. So we've had one update from their press officer, which was relayed on the television, and everything. Everybody else is just speculating now, so it's just causing more issues because then the rumour mill starts grinding away. And people like Gary Hartstein are being quite sensible. The the guy who used to be the F1 doctor, he's on Twitter and he's just discussing potentials for why he may be unconscious. And, potential situations so he's probably worth having a read about if you want to understand the exact situations that come around from racing in F1 and accidents in F1 but in terms of the results so it was Lewis Hamilton first Rosberg second Vettel third Vettel did well didn't he? He did do very well he drove fantastically bit of a bit of a late charge from Vettel yeah he's he's racing like he's got nothing to lose right now so and and he hasn't because he's leaving Red Bull apparently for Ferrari next season so he beat Ricciardo he did yeah and and Ricciardo started ahead of him on the grid as well so yeah, sorry, Riccardo. Yes, I'm sorry. Or Ricciardo, as the Italians say. Uh, Button, an unfortunate fifth. Oh, so close to that podium again. What is it with him and Japan and Silverstone? Never quite the podium. No, never, never quite. And, and it would have been his first podium since um, Australia. So that would have been a well-deserved one for him. Didn't and he do well? Didn't he do well? He, he did do well. <laughs> it was a good charge. Um, Valtteri Bottas in sixth. Another good race in Valtteri, considering the Williams seemed to be quite down on downforce. Ah, <laughs> uh, funny. <laughs> uh, all day. But, but I mean, Red Bull definitely had Williams's number. I mean, I mean you saw that from, from the overtakes on Massa, from Ricardo and Vettel, and then from Ricardo again on Bottas. Um, like they were just the better team. Of, I mean, Mercedes are the runaway best team, but 
Williams have got the better qualifying pace, but Red Bull is showing time after time that they've got the better race pace. In fact, in, in, aside from aside from the interloper of Jensen Bunn, it's two Mercedes, two Red Bulls, and two Williams. Well, that's what we've been expecting all the time because those are the top three teams of the season with Mercedes being the runaways and everyone else just playing catch-up. Um, I would like to mention Pastor Maldonado. Who didn't crash. He didn't crash and he did didn't. an excellent overtake on Adrian did Sutton. He did do well. Yes. He did do very well. We were all sat there going, oh God, here we go again. Oh, comes the back markers. He got well out the way. He was pretty much eating the gravel to, yeah. let, to let the faster cars go by. Uh, Nico Hulkenberg, probably overachiever of the race, P8. Yes, very good from Nico. I mean, Nico's someone... Points for Force India. Yay. Um, yeah, especially for Manish, who's, who, as we know, is a big Force India fan. And, um, yeah, Nico Hulkenberg, she's one of those unlucky drivers who's a really good and talented driver, but just hasn't been given a bigger seat. Well, not, 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 not literally, but with, with one of the bigger teams. So, Well, accompanying him, uh, P9, Jean-Eric Verne, the man with that drive next year who once again finished in front of his teammate. His teammate who is going to Red Bull. I mean, then I would have loved Fern to go to Red Bull because he is an excellent driver. And Kvyat may be fast, but Fern's showing time after time that he's doing better in quali sometimes, he's doing better in the races, and he is a good driver. He deserves a seat. Yeah. Raikkonen, who perhaps may, oh, doesn't deserve a seat anymore, but he at least he finished the race, unlike Alonso, but there was electrical fog that stopped Alonso's car. We saw that his dash turned off and there was nothing else to be done. So Alonso retired lap three. And, um, well... Raikkonen was the best place Ferrari. Yes, <laughs> which is saying something. The best place of the Ferraris, and he was P12. Oh, dear. Um, in front of Esteban Gutierrez, so in front of Stephen Guitar. Gutierrez did well. I mean, he was up to P9 at one point, and, and Japan is the only place where he has won points in F1. But it's, it's the Salvo. It just failed him, and he kept being overtaken. So he might have done well, but he wasn't in the best, best of cars. So... He's all a bit, just a bit disappointed, really, towards the bottom half of the grid. There was K-Mag and then Roman Grosjean and Pasta. They were 15th and 16th. Uh, Marcus Ericsson in the K-Term, 17th, beating Max Chilton in the Marussia. Max, who once again finished the race? Congratulations to Max. He's a solid finisher. Yes. Huge His girlfriend must be pleased. Yes. <laughs> and come we... Kobayashi, who did also finish the race, and not last either. Well done, Kamui. We all love you, Kamui. Crazy Kamui. Uh, P19. Um, but, um, well, just as long as you don't look at the fact that he was the last of the finishers, but that's how they were classified. Um, classifications following Kamui were Jules Bianchi, Adrian Sutil, and Fernando Alonso. So he finished last. But at least he finished. Indeed, and, and that's that's the main thing for, for Marisha, and, and Max Stilson does have a bit of finishing, so... Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> it's a shame Kamu couldn't do can do any better, but he, but he is the fans' favourite in Japan. So. Well, he is the he is the Dorifto master, so perhaps he was just going sideways for the fans. Yeah, definitely. I mean, a, bit, a bit of showboating maybe from Kamu. I'll tell you what would be interesting if Honda got Kamu Kobayashi. That would be interesting. Hey, hey, got good. him in the show car. Because he might not, I don't know, he'll be an F1 again, because given that he's using fan donations from last season to pay for his drive this year, yeah. which is fine, that's not a problem. But 
I don't think he's going to get a drive next year proper. But there is this development car that they've got in the garage. It'd be nice, wouldn't it? It would be very get nice. Can we on the track before the proper race? Have his, have his own little go in it, yeah? yeah. Put some put some slick tyres on it, get the donuts going. Yeah, definitely. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? That'd be nice. Exactly, they should put all... Uh, I wouldn't say retired, all, all F1 drivers without a drive. Into the Porsches. Senior F1 drivers. Yeah, in, into the Porsches, because the Porsche <laughs> race when I was in Spa was excellent. The Porsche I'm, races are good, actually. Yeah. I, yes, I do like the support races. Didn't see any support races, at least televised, this weekend. No, but I do love the Porsches going around, because... They are good fun. They, they, they do look good, and... Oh. So there we go. This is this is our number one prediction for the 2015 season. We're going to have a race of X, XF1. Can't really call it race of champions. It's already trademarked. But uh, a race of old people. A ruled. A rule. A rule. <laughs> yeah. Race of old people uh, in the Porsches. Uh, no insurance, so they don't care. Drive it like a stolen. We'll see what happens. So there we go. Let's make a better sound than the F1 cars. Oh, they let's do. Not go there. Let's not go there. They do. Oh well. Um, so until then, we, we're going to leave it there. We're not going to we're not going to hypothesise or guess or update anymore. Um, obviously, you'll see the results as they come out, and we'll probably discuss it again on the next podcast. But until then, we'll see you next week. We will see you around the 10th to the 12th of October for the Russian Grand Prix from Sochi. Yes, that glamorous holiday resort of Sochi, <laughs> favoured by oligarchs and country leaders, and just about nobody else. Visit the desolate Olympic site. I hear it's beautiful in the summer. Yeah, especially as, as all the snow has, has finally finished melting, as it started during the Winter Olympics. Only 50 billion spent. <laughs> and it's there for you. They should have just And, and we'll probably have pullback there. next week. Just, just to warn you, we'll have pullback next week. Yes, apologies. Yes, this has been, this has been the, uh, the Chris and Rachel podcast this week. Um, oh, yeah. If you're wondering why you don't have a headache, it's because Paul apparently has a headache and is still in bed. But we, 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 we shouted safety car halfway through the race for him. And lo and behold, we got that. So, yes, uh, Russian Grand Prix Sochi. It's on the BBC and Sky, but we do expect you to be here and be drinking because it is at a reasonable time okay. um, and then there's USA which is always good Austin yes yeah, 31st of October to the 2nd of November race on the 2nd but then of November here's my gripe Brazil isn't last Brazil I, love, isn't, I, know. I know what's going it's on horrible. they've ruined it money talks apparently because it's Brazil and then Abu Dhabi Brazil should be last Brazil should it, be last it's always last well, it, is well, it, isn't, well, it isn't always last but it is for us and, and, and it is the historical it's, it's the deciding end. ground yeah. yes. I mean look at Lewis Hamilton he won his world championship in Brazil yeah. and look at oh, do, you remember, do you remember Alonso's face oh he was like a dog oh, no. that just been told his parents had died oh no oh poor, poor Alonso it's, it's not been a good weekend for Nando oh dear but I've heard he's making good progress on Nanderland so <laughs> no? opening day tickets now available from at uh, Alo official on Twitter send him a tweet tell him how much you want to go until next time it's been another motorsport in pubs cast or pubs, pubs sport pubs drive cast. wheels cast or down, oh yes downforce radio yes yes we do like we do enjoy downforce radio and you should too because we are actually broadcast on downforce radio well this, this episode may not be <laughs> if they actually listen to it it, so, so, so this hasn't been Paul Hadsley. It hasn't been Paul Hadsley, although the trailer may say it was. We'll fix it in post. It, it, it has been Chris Woods and Rachel Simonite. It's been the Woods and Simo cast. Yeah. You know, the the, the, the Woods, Woodsy Moen pubs cast. <laughs> this, could, this could catch on. Yeah, definitely. Like a bad rash, it could catch on. Speak to you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.
Villa Pubscast on Downforce Radio. Just after we finished recording this episode of the podcast, the F1 press reported that Jules, having been taken to a nearby hospital, had had an emergency operation and remained in a critical but stable condition. Everybody in the motorsport in pubs family in the UK and around the world wishes him a safe and speedy recovery and we all look forward to seeing him back on track very soon.